Yeah, I mean, it's just like you and me playing characters of these uh, this podcast. And yeah, we're not even brothers. Life, yeah, in real <laughs> life, we're actually really cool and exciting dudes. But uh, you know, just kidding. Um... Union goals scored by AJ and Luke, the Goofy Brothers. Hey guys, Doopy Brothers podcast presented by the Brotherly Game. I'm AJ down in Fredericksburg, Virginia, joined by my co-host, my brother. I am Luke. I'm up here in Philly, and it is episode 96. 96. So, it is July 13th. We're in the dead center of summertime. So, we'll talk about a couple of uh, kind of boring summertime games that we had. Uh, Nashville Red Bull. Um, We'll talk sexy season. uh, Some Gold Cup. And we'll talk about what we did this weekend. So, let's get into it. Yeah. Um luke like forever ago around july gosh 10 days ago i guess july 3rd right we played nashville and lost one zero right yeah that was we haven't a... talked about the game yet. let's yeah. talk about it now i don't really want to but i guess we, guess right. we will uh yeah it was it was a pretty not great game um union played pretty poorly one of their i'd say one of the worst games of, this, of the season um, lost one zero uh, early goal. CJ Zapong scored pretty easily. Got through our defense and scored it well. It was like the first, like second man, I think of that game. Second. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it sucked. It especially sucks when you the only goal comes in the you know that early in the game where the rest of the game you know nothing else happened. So pretty boring game. Union didn't look very threatening. Didn't um, obviously didn't score anything. Score a goal. Um, it, it just kind of sucked. Uh, they they had their unbeaten streak at eight at, to that point, so that was the, the that tied the record for um, you know, most unbeaten games in a in a row. But so they didn't didn't break the record, but snapped there. Um, kind of sucks, but you know, what are you gonna do? Yeah, what are you gonna do? I mean, it's a July game. These these. I guess kind of the thing with both of these games is they weren't very exciting. Um, but that one particularly was, yeah, really just kind of a, we didn't even look like we were really threatening to score on Nashville. I guess that's kind of their MO, what they do to teams. Right. But, um, yeah, it's just a shame. Our first matchup against them turned out to be such a snooze fest. Yeah. Uh, it, it was, uh, Gazdek's first start. Um, the, the shock there was that he started at the eight and then Montero stayed at the 10 and I, a lot of that had to do with Martinez coming back late and he wasn't able to start in this game. So they had to keep uh, Flock back at the six. So, it, it, you know, and then, you know, number, numbers got, you know, they just didn't have the, the, the right guys to get Gazak at the 10. And it, it just didn't work. Gazak didn't really get, get much on the ball. Not that I can't, can't really blame him too much because, you know, obviously still he's still getting acclimated with the team. But really everyone else on the field, don't, no one else on the field is really playing that great either. So. It, it just didn't work, but so, so that was another, um, I don't know, another point of this game, but yeah, I don't know. It, it, it was, it was cool to see him start, but he kind of wished his first start, uh, led to something a little more exciting. Yeah, definitely no excitement in that game. I'm bored talking about it. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. 
so Red Bull, this game had a little more excitement in it. Always, always have excitement with Red Bull. Um, I mean, it's a 1-1 tie, so it doesn't sound exciting on, on the cover there. But when you dig in, there is some excitement. Um, Freeze gets the starting goal. Uh, Gazdag starts up top. Um, and... Yeah, so I guess I guess the big headline would be the freeze red card. Uh, Glesnus plays that ball, and goodness, it wasn't a good ball. It wasn't a good decision. It wasn't a good result. I mean, it was just a shame all around. Uh, tough week for him. Um, feeling for the freeze family. Um, it's just a shame that it was what it was. Um, and I, I think it's just. I, I will say the thing um, from the freeze red and uh, that mistake, um, the positive, I, I went on social media and I wanted to kind of see, I saw his, he tweeted out like, a, you know, like whatever, uh, apology or something um, saying, you know, owning up to his mistake. And it was cool. It was actually cool to read the comments. I hate com reading comments, but I always do it. But this time it was a very cool, time to read the comments because the union family just blew up that tweet just saying you know we all love you we love you it was just like constantly people supporting him um and his uh it, it was just a it was a nice social media thing where people supported their guy and so um shout out to the union family for uh giving matt freeze love when he needs it most definitely yeah yeah it was yeah obviously a tough week for him um i kind of didn't expect him to start um impressed by his you know mental strength to be able to to even go in this game and, and it started out fine he had and i remember he had a big save in the first half that looked like the yeah. were gonna walk into goal and he he made a big andre blake like save and you know obviously we know matt freeze is a good goalkeeper so it was you know you always want to see you always want to see him take his chances it, this week I would have, you know, obviously would have completely expected him to not to and, and you know, take the take the time with his family and everything. But um yeah, just crappy timing and then yeah, this this situation, this red card it just sucks. Um it, it it's like it, you know, it's on him, it's on Glasness. There's you know, blame to pass around, but it's it's just tough. But fortunately after that, like uh, the union didn't stop, you know, Bendit comes in, comes in, and you know, wasn't able to stop the PK. I thought he was going to have a maybe have an Ethan Horvath moment, but he didn't, you know, and that's okay. But the Union just kept fighting and and kept pushing, and they didn't a lot of, a lot of the second that that rest of that game, it didn't look like they were down a man. You know, they're still moving around and wasn't look like they were having trouble with the numbers. They're still pushing, and and they eventually got that goal. So it was pretty cool to see them fight. Yeah, they didn't sit back and just say whatever. Yeah. Um... Yeah, they went for it, which is cool. Good aggressive play. Santos and Ambizo combined for the goal. I was annoyed watching that game. Red Bull, man. Red Bull always finds a way to annoy you. No matter what, they're just going to do it. Yep. Um, They had the lead. You're up a man. And they were, like, doing the time-wasting antics. And it's just like, come on, man. Stop doing that stuff. And then when you do it too much and you're not good at doing it, as in... Tolkien gets tripped, pretends to be hurt, but is not on the field. Well, the ref isn't going to stop the game if you're not on the field. And uh, yeah, so it was beautiful that um, karma, karma came through for us in a big way. Yeah. Um, I, what did you think? About, 
Oh, go ahead. No, no, I was, I was just gonna agree with you that it was, it was a great goal. Sanchez, that Sanchez header was sweet. That's a, that's a tough one. He had like basically had three defenders around him, and he was able to to find the ball and putting that back post was a not easy header to make because it wasn't even that close to the goal. Yeah, yeah, guys. What did your tweet that you said something about shiny get up there shiny bald man or what did you say? Uh, I just you said, said that I, I love his shiny head because uh you know I I feel like it has to have to do with the fact that he shaved his head maybe put some you know put some some wax on the on the shaved head to, yeah, and that was able to get that flicked to, into the right spot you know maybe with the 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 other hairdo is that he wasn't wouldn't be able to pull up that header and so a big question has to be asked uh, does that goal go in if he has hair maybe maybe not and you know maybe that creates a whole you know, baseball like controversy. He's using some illegal substances on his on, on his head. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if we'll start. You know, I don't know. Better to head have a head with a lot of hair, less hair. I, I feel like someone should do a deep dive into headed goals scored in soccer and uh, what percentage of them. You know, because you know that guy Fellaini playing over in Europe once upon a time. He had the big old fro and he scored a lot of headers. Right. So you just, gosh, yeah, I think, I think somebody needs to do that research yeah, for us. Definitely. Uh, all right, Mike Thomas, like you. <laughs> um, all right, let's see. Guys, dag at striker. What do you think about him up there? I liked it. Um, I, I felt and initially, like... initially, hon, sorry. Yeah. Did you like that he got the start ahead of Santos? Um, at yes. striker. Yes, because one Santos just wasn't is it hasn't been in form. You know, leading into this game, he's had one goal and it hasn't looked super great since, like, basically since like Champions League. Um, so I think you know, I, I it makes sense to try something new and got, get a Gazuk on the field is is pretty crucial as well because um, we were able to get Martinez back so that um, able to fill in the diamond a little better. And then I I like Gazuk at 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 that striker. He was able. I feel like he he was able to find a lot of open spaces and it was able to create space for the midfield as well and like give them a lot of options like either playing to him or, or giving space to get 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 the ball to casper i felt like things were clicking pretty well and it just it felt like his him at the striker made it easier for the midfield to move the ball forward so i i was liking what i see what, what i was seeing and it sucked that he was kind of the guy that had to come off with the the red card you know substituting and, and bendick and everything so you couldn't see it Know, the whole game but and obviously with 10 guys that changes things but i i liked what i saw from him. i don't i don't know if that's like st- gonna be the number one option going forward maybe it will be but you know he still seems like the number 10 is where he's destined to play but it, it wasn't a bad look to me and i don't know how what'd you see um yeah yeah it was fine i'd say there was one big chance that he had uh i think it was flock who played him in behind the defense and he was one-on-one he did have options to his right. Uh, I think it was Montero and Bedoya coming into the box, but you can't blame a striker for trying to put uh, to try to score that. Um, yeah. I know some people want him to pass it, which you know can might have been a, a better chance, but yeah, but um, you're, I, it's, that, you're always increasing the chance of error, right? Yeah, you know. and that pass would have been super hard. The way he like the angle that he was going. And like having to play that ball like into a certain window where the where the defenders weren't, that would have been really difficult to get that ball to Bedoya or Montero. So I think the shot seemed like the pretty sure was like the better percentage option. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd always choose shot over a pass if you're 
in the box and get have that opportunity. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that pretty much sums it up. That performance also got Baizo a T MLS Team of the Week, so I was excited to see that. Right. Uh, okay, here's a question for you. Um, is Sergio Santos the new El Senio? Um, in that he's our, you know, second half sub, super sub, yeah. um, unlock the def uh, the defense of the uh, you know the opponent's defense and um, you know running at tired legs and, and that like you know just that that weapon off the bench because Osinu is probably I don't know maybe not coming back this year I feel like he's still dealing with his his injury and you know not not a guy that we might be able to rely on much more. Yeah. Um, yeah. What I like about that is what I like about him playing that role is that um, he's explosive and you don't have to change the lineup or not the lineup, the formation yep. to fit his knee where he can, he can come in and he can still have two strikers up top and everyone else can continue playing their role. Um, on the contrary, um, if square peg isn't going into a round hole, with two strikers, um, maybe you maybe you want to look for a different different formation. So, uh, yes, I think I think he is the super sub. Um, I guess I, I guess that's good. I mean, if if Gazdag can play striker and we see more production, well, I, I think the the big question is, or the bigger thing is, we just need production from our strikers, and if. It's just where is it going to come from? Um, if it's not him, then use him as a sub. Cool. But then we need Gazdag or Casper to be scored or, and Burke when he comes back. Yeah. Uh, so I think I think that's the initial thing we got to figure out. And then whoever is the odd man out has to be the new El Sino to be the sub. So I don't know if it's necessarily him. He seems to fit fit it real well just with his strengths being speed and power. Um, but but I think first. We need to figure out where our goal is coming from and the strikers. Uh, that's that's question number one. And then, yeah, question number two gets answered by whoever is not starting. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, yeah, I, I just think because he's also the guy, guy that never is able to play the full 90. So yeah, bringing yeah. him off the bench makes more sense than starting him and knowing you're going to have to sub him off. And yeah we kind of can see that he's even when he's playing, you know, it starting. And then at the 60th minute, like into the second half, you see that he's like, he's a guy, you know, he's like, he's always a guy that's, you know, trying to call fouls and, you know, going to, to the ground and all that kind of stuff. So if he's a guy that we can only, you know, rely on for about like 20, 25 minutes, you know, that sounds a little bit like an Osteo type role. And I'd, I'd rather that and deal with Casper and Burke or Casper and Gazdag as starting, and try to figure it out with those guys first and then have your, you know, have Santos off the bench. Yeah. He definitely of those guys, um, kind of seems to bring the most pop off mm -hmm. the bench. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. And, yeah. and that's kind of what, um, you know, we saw in, in Fontana for a time last year, he was able to come in and, and just, you know, take shots and, and be that spark off the bench. And if, if Santos can be that guy for for at least a time this this year, that's that's not not bad. Yeah. Um, and it, it, we also we also look forward to Fontana coming back. I mean, our bench can be pretty 
pretty game changing once we uh get everyone healthy everyone back yeah because you figure i mean if you figure burke gosh i mean who let's say i'm just trying to figure out what what lineup are we going to start before we figure out our bench options because it's going to be a lot so Mm -hmm. let's say burke and casper starting up top so that means gazdags at the 10 montero at the eight bedoya at the other eight martinez obviously at the back so then on the bench that means you got flock on the bench you've got um santos on the bench you've got fontana on the bench uh yeah all these guys who can come in and change the game or you know really add another defensive element if you're bringing in flock off the bench it's yeah pretty cool that you've got this depth where you can kind of just throw it all over yeah and this feels like the kind of year with you know the compact schedule of MLS games on top of, you know, international competitions coming left and right. I feel like there's never going to be, we're not going to really understand what the like best 11 is. It's just going to be keep rotating. And with all these guys, like being able to rotate in different positions, we're just going to like be based on the circumstances. So it's kind of cool that we're kind of building this depth and an ability to be flexible. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and Jim's Jim's shown good use of, subs and flexibility in the last year or so yep you know, being able to adapt in the second half and change the game um and so it's good for him to also have things where he doesn't have to just rely on el Seno and say get the ball to el Seno. definitely yeah but yeah hopefully these guys are as effective as this thing so that red bull game ends our three-game road trip uh we ended with two points between the chicago nashville and red bull getting the two ties from chicago and red bull um, how do you feel about those two points? Um, yeah, it's not great. Um, not great. I think we should have been obvious, being at least one of them. Uh, Chicago should have been a win. Red Bulls usually we beat them. Nashville they're a little better this year. I, you know, a tie would have been nice. So I would say maybe four or five points would have felt felt more good. You know, obviously six or nine is is. You know, great, but you know, I think I would have been okay with a four or five. Two sounds that's not great. You know, that's we're we're a better team than that. Yeah, yeah, I feel like you, should, yeah, should definitely get at least a win from one of those games, and then, mm-hmm. yeah, so four points will have been great. Yeah. All right, you knew best, you knew worst. Oof. I'll let you go first. Oof. Okay. I've got. I've got my best, and then I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Montero, my best. Okay. I think he was a little more comfortable at the ten in, in the Red Bull game, and I think that had to do with Gazdag being up there, um, and Flock, Flock, and Martinez behind him is, I think, is very helpful as well for him. I love to give him a little bit more freedom. So I think he was, he seemed a little bit more effective and I, I yeah, I, I, I think I'm going to go with Montero. No one else really stands out as well. So that's mm-hmm. why I want to go okay. with Montero. Just, you know, default to the best guy on the field. There you go. Um, I was going to go with, I had one and then I was thinking maybe another one. Uh, I'm going to go Baizo. Yes. I think, I think it's, maybe it's a, a cheap one to go with uh, him already getting team of the week, but 
I like it, and I like him. And I might be getting his jersey soon, so that's my guy. Nice. Um, I want to give an honorable mention. I was going to give honorable mention to Matt Freeze for, I don't know, yeah, like we said, trying trying to do his best to help the union. I mean, can't fault him for that, so. Yeah. Did you have a union worst? Union worst. Um, I think I'm going to go with Elliot or Elliot because or, uh, I think if he was most to blame for the Nashville goal um, but then like I want to say I almost want to say Glessis because like I, I, I want to blame him a lot for, for the, the Red Bull goal um, but I, I might lead Elliot in this one okay yeah um, I think I'm going to go with yeah I, this because that's where I was going so now I'm kind of scrambling uh there's a couple guys who I feel like we haven't talked about in a while. I feel like I could go a couple different spots here. Um, one I'm thinking like Wagner. Haven't we haven't talked about him? Uh, he hasn't. His name hasn't even like come up as being someone who's impacting games right now. Yeah. Um, and, maybe, I, I, and like I kind of go back and forth. Is that a good thing or a bad thing as our left back? But he is one of our better players, so we want him to be a little more impactful. Right. And then I could say the thing about Casper. Be like. He's also been a little MIA. Mm-hmm. So I'd say either of those, basically, if you're German. <laughs> okay. Let's go, let's go with that. All right. Cool, man. Well, solid. Solid. Let's take a break. After the break, we'll talk about, um, well, we've got to talk about Mr. Sexy Season. It's time. It is the season. Uh, Luke wants to talk about a radio, a little radio program. So, uh, yeah, some really exciting stuff. Come back after this. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, TP Brothers presented by the Brotherly League Game. Thanks for coming back. I uh, hope you enjoyed your little break there. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, big news today. A couple, couple big news were the uh, moments coming out. Uh, announced by the union, the big one. I don't know which is bigger, actually. We'll start with the higher up. Um, Ernst Tanner gets an extension from the union. Locked in. A couple of years. Um, so that's exciting. We all obviously are very proud of his work, despite the next piece of news. Um, and this is probably probably a good move because that way, if another team wants him, um, well, he's got a contract with us, so it's going to cost a little bit of money. So, uh, Luke, on a scale of one to ten, how great is this? I think it's up there. I think it's. I mean. I, I would say it's a 10. I mean, Tanner's pretty pretty great for us, and he's like, he's exactly what we need and, and has been, you know, pushed the union to be a, the team that we've all been, been been waiting for them to be for so long. So, I, I mean, he, he's, yeah, I, I want to keep him for as long as long as we can. So I, I think this is one of the biggest, if, if it wasn't going to be like a DP striker signing, Keeping assigning uh, Tanner to to more uh, to more years is is probably the biggest move the union could make this this summer. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, um, and it's it's cool that him and Curtin both got contract extensions and pretty similar. You know, you know, Curtin was what like a couple weeks ago, so it's cool that we're just kind of locked in with these guys. These guys that we're all we're all fans of, we're all all behind, so we 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 get to keep them for as long as they want to stay, basically. Yeah. Would you have preferred a big name striker? Oh, 
I think no over Tanner for years because like what Tanner can build over years is I think more uh, of greater value than what one striker can give to the union for maybe a couple of seasons like I think Tanner even if he is here for a couple of seasons more and that's it like what he can build and you know with the you know the the future signings the like the you know the the kind of the, all the behind the scenes stuff I think he's more valuable to the union as a whole than than one player could be. Because what could, if that one player was Cristiano Ronaldo? <laughs> All right. No, I'm just kidding. David Beckham. Yeah, but that's not the union, you know. So just like thinking about this realistically, like uh, a DP union striker is not going to be as effective as all that Tanner could do because Tanner is more he's more lethal like you know like he's he's he knows how to do it and he can Tanner can change the whole Dominic, lineup <laughs> Dominic Martinovich who oh. I don't know you have him listed under a striker under transfer market fines oh yeah <laughs> uh, all right yeah it's good um all right well let's talk about let's 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 not get too excited about Tanner because We've got a little piece of business that did not go so well with Tanner, but yet it's still legendary. So even on his miss, his biggest miss, we still got legendary status out of it because Matt Tyorovich has been loaned out um, despite not making an appearance, sitting on the bench for 11, dressing for 11 games. Um, he has been loaned out to FK Zelazierne Pod. Brezvova uh, in the Slovakian second division, which, according to Wikipedia, is an amateur division, which is interesting. Um, it's an amateur league, yeah. Uh, there are 16 teams in one group of the competition. Wow. Um, anyway. So, uh, Luke, let's go through top five Orvich <laughs> moments in history. Um, I think I'll... I bet this, this has to be up there. <laughs> This does. I think it's crazy that he only dressed for eleven games in the two years. That's mm -hmm. crazy. Um, I mean, there was what the the preseason goal that was like a nice. It was like thirty yard shot against like Miami. Yeah, that that's when a lot of the hype train started with him. Right. Um, yeah, that was that's a that's a great moment. Uh, I'll be honest, that I, that skipped my mind. So good call <laughs> on that one. Um, yeah, I, I think. I think today, today is a pretty big one. That's got to be up there, top five. <laughs> we don't need, we don't need to rank them. Let's just come. Up, let's see if we can come up with five. I, um, I can only think of one more, and that's the only one that we, the, the only reason we talk about him. One. It's, it is, it is. All right, so we'll skip his training session times when he was running and got a picture taken of him, because <laughs> that's something. Um, but yeah, the, but yeah, the sexy season slogan that 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 has lived on. I probably, it's going to probably live on longer than people's memory of the actual person who said it. Um, yeah. Which is, is interesting. Commemorated by multiple multiple people making shirts. It yeah. wasn't even just, so you made a shirt. Uh, Hughes from I the Bridge Tansy did. Tansy. Uh, Frost, Ryan Frost, the, the TFO guy, made made some shirts. Um, uh -huh. They made a sexy Cezanne. I think the Larimer did. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Like, 
it's under yeah it's so funny that this guy who never got on the field created this little yeah. thing that uh yeah many people jumped it was it was fun it yeah was, it was he, he gave us he gave us more than he knows i think right um i, I mean there was so it, much hype going into the 2020 season because after our you know first playoff win we still had we had this team that we felt was pretty pretty great um and then we thought he was going to be this like this piece that was going to fill in for medina in and this like young guy and he was what like a golden boy nominee one of like you know 60 but still that's something for europe and they're like all right this is gonna be pretty this is awesome and then he says this and it's like oh we love this guy this is so cool and we all like went crazy with this 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 sexy season uh you know slogan and it, and it dies with uh it dies with zach richmond because our buddy Zach, because I gave him the last sex season shirt that I had, and we were gonna wait for Orvis to make a debut to give like do a giveaway, and it didn't happen. And I gave so I gave Zach our our, our last shirt, and um, like two days later, Orvis is gone. It's it's something, man. So uh, yeah, watch eBay. I mean, Zach, he might put that up. It's a uh... <laughs> collector's item. Know. Collector's item. I mean, I just googled "sexy season" "sexy season" T-shirt, and uh, you, your shirt pops up. So That's awesome. I guess if people want, if people want it, they can still. I mean, why not? Did you say someone bought one this year or something? Someone anyway? bought one last year. Last year, which was, you know, I guess you know we we're all we we're all going through some dark times last year. So if that if that cheered someone else, I'm I'm happy for you. But it was it was just really funny. Yeah. That's, it's a great shirt super comfortable so anyway we've talked about that way more than we needed to <laughs> um all right this is gonna this is all right go ahead luke i'm gonna let you start this next one okay well you i mean you brought this to my attention um so twitter brought it to our attention. yeah so i think all everyone listening to this knows that um you know the the radio um the radio channels don't really talk about the union and every time they do a poll with like most exciting you know whatever they always want to you know do something about like the most exciting philly team at the moment or, or whatever you know and it's always the top four teams you know eagles flyers sixers phillies and union fans always jump into the mentions and say you know talk about us talk about us you know why aren't we included in this and it's uh it uh, I don't know how I feel about that. I think it's it's kind of funny at this point that it's, it's just a thing that, that Union fans do. Um, not that like Twitter polls really matter, no matter you know whether it's from a, a radio channel or anyone else. Um, but and one of the uh, for from ninety seven five the fanatic one of their hosts uh, Tyrone Johnson took offense to the to Union fans jumping in these polls and saying, you know, why don't you talk about us? Cause I guess he does. I, I, I honestly, I don't listen to any radio Philly or otherwise to, you know, say much about how much he, th this guy or this channel covers um, the union. Um, apparently he does. And he's a fan, but he's like, was tired of Twitter fans trolling these polls. But I mean, I guess he doesn't like people actually engaging with, with their tweets because that, there's more union fans uh, engaging with these tweets than any of these other sports fans, so that's I think that's good for for the radio show. But it, I think it's just really funny that he, he called them out and now they're trolling him again, and now it's going back and forth. Or definitely we're backing him because he's a fan, um, which is cool. But it, it's just a really funny. Uh, I don't know. Twitter's funny. 
I, I don't really have a take. I just, I just wanted to, I just thought it was hilarious that all this is happening because of Twitter polls. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I, being in Virginia, I don't care about it that much. I don't oh, even know mind. how much I, Union fans actually care about it. I think it's just a fun thing to do. It's because we're all on Twitter, so we're like, oh, you know, we like to talk about the Union. Why don't why don't you why don't these radio guys talk about the Union, uh, or or tweet, at least tweet about the Union? So it's just an easy, fun thing to do, and uh, someone took offense to it. But it's only Twitter, so I don't know if he actually took offense to it or if he's just playing a character as well because he's a radio host. So that's kind of a thing you do too. So it's I don't know. It's all just entertainment i guess on both ends yeah i mean it's just like you and me playing characters of these uh this podcast and yeah we're not even real life we're, yeah in real <laughs> life we're actually really cool and exciting dudes but uh you know just kidding um yeah all right gosh i yeah I, let's just move on i just wanted to mention it let's move on yeah way to go union guys for doing union stuff and liking the union yeah let's leave it there you go. Fans being enthusiastic um, about the team. What else would you, could you ask for? I don't know. Yep. There you go. There you go. Gold Cup, man. Gold Cup is in full swing. No union players involved in the U.S. side, but uh, Jamaica won 2-0. Blake got a shutout. Um, I, didn't, I, I honestly haven't watched any Gold Cup yet. I didn't even watch the U.S., but they won 1-0, and their next game is Thursday. So um, that's cool. Uh, any, any reports on your end as far as Gold Cup? Um, yeah, I mean, because of the next thing we're going to talk about, I didn't watch too much because I was just exhausted from the weekend. Um, but the U.S. looked Teaser. <laughs> the U.S. looked not super great against Haiti. They got the one zero win. Um, I think the 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 main takeaway, you know, the universal takeaway was that Shackmore looked great. So we just have another right back. That's an that's another awesome option. Um, so good luck, uh, Berhalter, for dealing with all those right backs and trying to get 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 guys time um and other than that uh yeah i i kind of fell asleep halfway through because of uh, like we said that the the next topic we're going to talk about um another teaser (laughs) i don't know why i'm teasing it i'm not i'm not i don't i'm not saying it but uh yeah it's cool to see uh all our guys play for jamaica um all this powell looked from, from what i remember looked pretty pretty decent in the in his game and, and Blake getting a shout out, you know, does what he does and, and Burke got in this game too. So cool to see Jamaica, you know, I could, I could, it seems like they're, they, they're a good enough team to make a run of this tournament. So it's going to be fun to watch our guys and hopefully just stay, just stay healthy. That's, that's all we really, really, really care about. So there you go. Yeah. Cool. Um, all right. Should we, should we tell people what we did this weekend? I guess so. I mean, people know if they can check our Twitter or anything. Um, oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> All right. Uh, shout out to uh, Brotherly Game, uh, Matt Ralph. Here's your weekly shout out. Uh, Matt Ralph put together a team for the Icarus Cup. Icarus put together a 7v7 tournament. If you don't know Icarus, check them out. They uh, make really cool, they're kind of bringing soccer style to the pitch um and they had 41 teams in this tournament each one got their own customized personal jerseys uh, and so what what better way to bring the ringers to life because me and luke and matt uh created the philadelphia ringers last year 
our imaginary 1996 MLS original team. Um, and Matt, Matt brought it to life this weekend. Created a, a team for this tournament. Icarus created a jersey using Luke's logo. Um, the jersey is awesome. Um, all the jerseys this weekend were awesome. It was very cool. It was just every field you looked at had really cool kits on it. Um, no white jerseys, no plain white jerseys with the number on it, uh, unless the team had to turn those inside out. Um, but yeah, it was a fantastic weekend. So um, we just want to give a shout out to the guys from Brotherly Gaming Friends. Uh, so um, you want to say their names? I can say their names. You want to say them? Sure. Yeah, so like you said, Matt Ralph was our, our team captain and, and you know, Ran, ran, Coach, well done. Yeah, ran the show. Um, other brotherly game guys: Chris Pratt and Justin Fisher, Alex Klein. It was cool. Joe, Joe, Joe Lister. Cool to meet a lot of these guys that we haven't met in person. Um, and we had our, our uh, Brandon Johnson, um, and guys that weren't even part of brotherly game, but just people that we know, guys we like. Um, Zach Richmond, uh, Chris Gibbons, who's uh, you know all three points podcast and, and Philly soccer page, and then and then Zach's friend uh, Nick, who was just a hilarious guy, and and, and we just yeah you know, we just had a fun team really. Uh, oh, and and, our, and uh, Matt's buddy Tim, who's who's also an awesome dude. Um, yeah, so we just had a really fun group of dudes, fun group of guys. Really, uh, really made the weekend uh, just a blast. Just uh, during the games, in between games, just hanging out. It was it was a lot of fun. I had a lot of a lot of nostalgia from our, um, you know, old club club soccer days, going to soccer tournaments, getting excited, hanging out, and just talking, you know, just being around soccer all weekend was just really fun. Yeah, that was, it was very cool. Um, and, uh, yeah, we even won a game. So how about that? We won a game. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. Luke scored a goal. How about that? Yeah, scored a goal against a team that uh, won our whole division. So take that. Yeah. Yeah, take that. Um gosh yeah i didn't score i rainbowed a guy but aj tried so hard to score and, and honestly worked harder than the entire anyone else on our team uh and, and he and he really just earned deserved a goal but just it didn't it didn't fall for him because he was also playing center back the whole time so it, you know odds were yeah. against him but he tried i think my meg count was pretty high i megged a lot of guys that's and, true that's true and i rainbowed, rainbowed a guy hit the post once i mean it, i was all over the place so yeah, uh definitely um, it's always good when your center back is trying to rainbow a guy in his own 18, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, our center back definitely had the most shots for our team too. in, in most of the game. So really showed our, our team tactics were really shining all, all, all the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Something about the coaching this weekend. <laughs> all, right, all right. That's enough of our, uh, stuff that only two other people who listen to this will care about. Um, <laughs> DC United's coming to town this weekend. Me and Luke, no Doopy family will be there because Doopy family will be in the Outer Banks on vacation. So you will not. Well, maybe you will. You probably won't. I don't know. Maybe you'll get a podcast next week. But anyway, we're, we're going to be on vacation. Um, I'm marrying my sister. Uh, Say that again. <laughs> as in, I am performing a wedding of my sister and Mike, her fiance. I'm going to be the officiant. That's um, better. That's Luke, better. Luke's invited. Luke will be there. Yeah, I'll show um, up. But yeah, so DC's it's a it's a home game, and so it's it's kind of bittersweet because uh, we're going to be missing it. And we love watching the Union play DC because it's always always a good time. Do you think DC 
Uh, I mean, I don't know. We've won like the past 19 games against DC or something. Um, do you think DC has a shot I at mean, breaking the streak? I feel like they have played pretty good recently from the times that I've caught them. Um, I feel like they're, they're, missing, they're missing Areola. That's true. That's huge. Yeah, but I feel like their coach, uh, Losada, is like starting to get things going in, in the direction he wants. So I think they're a team that's going to be kind of on the rise maybe this the second half of this year. Um, so they're definitely not as bad as like previous years because how could you be? Um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I always feel confident against them. And especially, yeah, like you said, without Areola, because um, he, he's, he's been, been on pretty great form uh, before the Gold Cup. So that's definitely helpful. Um, yeah, it, it still sucks that we are, you know, missing our Jamaican guys and and we're going to miss Montero due to yellows. That's, I, that's, I'm pretty sure that's true, right? We, we did some little yeah, bit of research yeah, there. We, we looked it up. Um, yeah, it was fifth yellow, stupidly. Uh, I mean, it is what it is. Um, the rule and is stupid. So, the rule is stupid, yeah. So he has to pay a $250 fine. I learned up looking up the rules. And he misses the game. Um, so where – so I guess we're going to say Gazdag fills in at the 10, Flock at the 8, and then – Casper and Santos, I guess you have to start, right? What if, what if you put Gazdag and Casper up top? You do, you know, Bedoya where he is, Mon- Martinez at the back, Montero on the on the other, you know, the other. Montero's not in the game. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Flack at the at the other eight, okay. and okay. you put our buddy, our our boy Paxton at the ten. That's his. I mean, he, hot dog. He done it. He done it. He I done mean, that's it. He it that's gonna is. be his. That's his. That's his spot too. He's he's a number ten from what we know, and I mean, this could be his shot, right? Right? I mean, it's not gonna happen, but that would be awesome, right? It would be awesome. Let's uh, yeah, I would say let's get on Twitter and start a campaign, but I'm not doing that. Um, yeah, that would be awesome. And, and who knows, maybe that's, maybe he doesn't get the start, but maybe he gets, uh, into the game because maybe they push Gazdag up when Santos has to come out. Yeah. And so Paxton goes in there. That would be cool because McGlynn, he's not really a 10. So, and Quinn Sullivan doesn't seem like he's a 10. So nah, it's Paxton. Um, he's the 10. Yeah. It's Pax 10. The only other, Pax 10. That's right. The only thing I could think of is if Fontana's out of concussion protocol, if they, that, him. that's true that's true and that'd be nice to see him too coming back yeah right right yeah um bendit getting the starting goal i guess i mean we do got um greg rent rangesing um yeah, who, call him greg. yeah we'll call him greg i mean he had a, it seems to have a nice career in uh, louisville played with orlando and minnesota for a bit i, I mean he could be a good option too. I don't, I, you know, obviously we haven't seen him yet, but we've seen Bendik and you kind of know what he is. So I, I don't know how much Ran, uh, Greg will uh, stack up to that or compete for the, the starting spot, but he, it seems like a, a definitely a capable keeper. So I don't know if it's, um, you know, if Bendik is, is, is light, light years ahead of him, you know? Yeah. I, I, I think just start Bendik. I mean, yeah, I guess so. That's not ex- as exciting, though. Nah. <laughs> All right. Um, 
we're not we're not really giving out any more betting advice. It's just been sad. I, but I, you, I, I mean, I I hit one of my biggest bets this past weekend. We didn't talk about it, but the Euros ended. Um, if anyone, everyone's heard, anyone's heard of that, the Euros. Uh, you know, I bet on Italy to win. I bet I made the bet in the, went during the group stages when I was. That's good. You know, watching I, I think Germany play, and it was it was a fun day full of uh, German beer. So I have that to think as well for this bet because I wasn't um, wasn't you know maybe wasn't fully sober when I made this bet, but I I, I had I just had that gut feeling that Ailey was going to win it all. Put ten dollars on, won eighty bucks uh, on Sunday. Watched the 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 PKs in the car because we were we we're visiting some family, and that's how we couldn't watch the full game. But uh, it was uh. Ooh, a sweet car ride, man. Because they pulled, they pulled it through. Donnarumma is a is quite the keeper. There you go, man. There you go. Congrats, congrats to you and all your money. Thank you, thank you. All right, predictions. Let's do predictions for the DC game. Then we'll go on out of here. What do you think? I think we're gonna win two one. Two one, a tight one. Yeah, tight one. Yeah. Like I said, I think DC's you know no joke right now. So I think it's gonna be a little, a little closer. And I think goals right. goals are going to come from Casper and Gazdak. Ooh. Yeah. Gaz gets his first. All right. I'm going to be a little more confident here. I think the Union, after this road trip, they're going to be excited to be home. Um, I think they're also going to be disappointed with how many uh, points they dropped during that road trip or didn't gain, I guess, more so. Um, I think they're going to come out and win 3-0 in front of the home fans. I'm sure the stadium will be packed because I'm sure it will be a nice July evening. Um, probably be like 103 degrees out there. Yeah. And I am going with a Casper hat trick. Whoa, that is a big one. Yep. I, I just put a bet into DraftKings. I put $50 that Casper will score a hat trick. <laughs> I am going to be retired after he hits it um <laughs> yeah yeah i think it's gonna be i think it's gonna be a good weekend I, um hopefully we'll get get to find a spot to watch it this saturday as we're doing wedding or pre-wedding stuff the night before um and yeah hopefully everyone gets out there and has a real fun time at the soup all right any, any last words luke no good stuff just you know one more thanks to matt for for the weekend we had yeah man i, I can't Ooh, wait for the next time a little teaser yeah. that might be teased or might be brought out be, be, by the time people listen to this podcast but uh we'll have some more um not, i guess giveaway but uh a, a little something for um that that i did with matt for probably the game um for maybe a, an upcoming uh very important game that the unit are involved in so Oh, Luke dropping, yeah, dropping a little giveaway tease at the end of the podcast. Just remember that. Did, just remember that. So glad I, I did not see that. I did. I did not see that coming, folks. I am. Whew. All right. Well, nice man. Good job tonight. Thanks for listening, everybody. Keep on being good people. Union goal.